to another episode of Song Challenge episodes of my podcast, Eve and More. I'm your host, Eve and More, and I'm a spiritual life coach, songwriter, and a lover of creating. Being creative is my lifeblood. And in these podcasts, I share the track that I created in my 52 week song challenge, write a song a week for a year, and I share the story behind each track, and I also apply a teaching to the track based on what I've experienced during the week, or based on what the song is about, or both. The parameters for the song challenge are that the track doesn't have to be professionally recorded, mixed and mastered, but it definitely has to be a complete track can't just be half a track or just vocals. Yeah, I have to finish the song. So that's what we're doing. Today we've got a really different track. I feel like I'm evolving. I feel there's been this wonderful mixture of excitement and development and progression and real frustration especially in the last two days, because I've been coming across artists who have really tapped into something in me. I can't think if I can remember their names. Maybe I'll put them in the, the show description. But there were two in particular. I think one was called Amala, a young lady who's got the most amazing voice and incredible confidence and way of writing and how she presents her music really spoke to me. And the other one, I'll have to think about that. I'll take a look. But this woman, oh my goodness, she's incredible. She's spent most of her... She's a mathematician, first of all, with a degree in mathematics. But then she spent the next 15 years of her life after she got her degree and working with other singers and bands and either as a backing singer or as a collaborator. I think she collaborated with Grace Jones, amongst others. And she has the most incredible tone. She's a multi-instrumentalist. She plays the violin, the keyboard, and the guitar, and I don't know what else. An amazing woman um, who only released her first album when she was 41 or 44, one or the other. And, um, yeah, she kind of blew me away. One of her tracks in particular, I was just like hanging on her every word. Just the syncopated rhythms, complexity of the rhythms, the originality of the way she speaks. Like, I have to find her. Hold on. No point talking about her and I can't remember her name. I know it begins with an E. I think it's Eska. Yeah, E-S-K-A. And she's got the most incredible talent. But she's got so much expertise. This is a woman who has really tapped into the source of her creativity and is unapologetic in showing you what she's capable of. I think she was a Mercury Music Award nominee a few years ago and she's released two albums, but I only happened upon her today. So 
When I was listening to both of them and their music, I felt this plaintive feeling in my heart, in my soul. It's like, oh my God, they've dedicated their lives. The young person, only young, but she still honoured herself and her creativity from a very young age. And she's being mentored by Niall Rogers, Amala, A-M-A-H-L-A. I think that's how you spell her name. And so she's really dived in deep into her music and this other beautiful lady that I just mentioned has spent her entire life honouring herself. So there was this plaintiveness and sadness that arose in me because I hadn't. You know, I've always been creative. I've always loved to write music, poetry, uh, short stories from a very young age, write skits and sketches. I was always creative, but I never, ever thought to spend my life developing my craft and make that my my way of life. And I can only imagine how different my life would have been if I hadn't been this very insecure, very low self-esteem person who didn't believe in herself and didn't understand how important creating was to her. And I'd spent the last 30 years developing my crafts in that way. So I've always created, I've never stopped creating, apart from a hiatus uh, when my kids were born and I kind of went into a depression and really stopped writing and singing and creating. And um, But then in the midst of that, music called me back and I, I wrote my first album that I never did anything with. I just sort of put the songs together and had a couple of performances and that was about it. Because so I was just developing and uh, it was a way of honouring myself again. I must really revisit that album and see if I'd like to re-record it. Now I'm a different person, much older and wiser. But it really was a self-honouring moment. And if I'd spent my life doing that, where would I be creatively? Because there's this mixture of Wow, creating, being an artist of any kind is just the most blessed gift you can give yourself to honour that. And that because I hadn't taken it to the level I would have loved to in hindsight. It really is a mixture of, oh, what a pleasure and what a joy to be able to do something like this podcast and write a song a week and explore new avenues and new styles, new genres and all of that, but, oh my goodness, you really have shot yourself in the foot by not spending your life focusing on that, you know. And it's interesting, because this week's song is called Reborn, and it is in a way, there are many levels to the reborn message in this track, and especially in regard to what I've just shared. I think one aspect of being reborn for me is this, when I am honouring the truth of myself, I am honouring who I am, Eve and more, there's more to me than meets the eye, there's levels and there's depth, that if you saw me on the street, you would necessarily not have a clue. I mean, that's all of us, nobody knows our full story, but you know, I can appear very ordinary and very... Uh, mainstream when I'm anything but 
not remotely mainstream in my thinking or what I believe about life. And very few people know this about me in my immediate environment. They know very little about the depths of me and the breadth of me. And it's through my creativity that I get to share that and through my spiritual coaching and my spiritual journey that I get to explore that with others and with myself. And so this podcast is that place where I get to do that. So it's reborn on that level where this is the space where I am the person who is finally honouring her passion for creating and particularly creating music. And why I love creating music is because it allows me to bring together so many of my interests and passions, which is writing and singing and arranging and producing and all the things I didn't know I like arranging and producing is new. You know, I really do enjoy it. Editing is a skill of mine that I get to use when I'm editing the tracks or editing the podcasts or whatever it is. But writing music uh, allows me to exercise so many creative muscles and bring all of my passions together. So yeah, I'm not intimidated by people who sing better than me or have more instruments than me because it isn't about that. There are a thousand, a million different voices of different levels and different approaches and they all have a space with all art. That's the way it is. There are going to be people who are much more proficient and others who are less proficient but are still authentic in their expression and something in that can touch people. So that's one level of reborn where you just get to that space where you're the person you were and the person you are now. Uh, you've been born into a, a, a more expanded version of yourself. And you have a broader perspective on life. The person I was growing up, going through difficulties and traumas, couldn't see that certain things facilitated my growth. Certain things were coming up to be healed. But as you grow in awareness, there's a, that part of you either evolves or falls away and you're reborn into a new version of yourself. So this track Reborn is about that. And also the way the track is structured is very different to anything I've ever done. So it's a simple, the verses are very stark, piano and vocal on their own. In the second verse, there's some strings that come into the verse as well. But it's basically just piano and lone voice and it's very slow tempo plaintive in a sort of three three two style rhythm and then in the chorus and the bridge it changes into this really mid-tempo upbeat sort of r&b vibe and they're very stark and it i was like are you sure because i always tap into my intuition my inspiration my muse and uh allow the track to come through and each time it's been the last three weeks it's been getting a little bit harder to tap in and halfway through this track I realized one of the reasons why it's hard is because I'm not allowing the song to be born as it wants to be born you know I've got an idea of what it should sound like and it shouldn't be experimental I'm trying to fit it into this box and it didn't want to be fitted into that box it's going no there are two distinct completely separate styles in this track this is how i want to be 
And the minute I stop resisting that and trying to fit it into some kind of pop box or some kind of, you know, approved of musical style and genre, I like to be genreless. It's like this song was going, oh, so you like to be original and unique and different and still accessible and engage. Well, here you are, here's an opportunity. So this is very different style for me as you're here. And it was a real struggle for the first part of the week until I stopped resisting. And so it's like allowing things to be born into what they're meant to be and not imposing your rigid elements of what is acceptable and what isn't is another aspect of this track. And in the bridge, the words are, when you know, when you know, yes, you know it. And you see your mistakes as a process where you learned what you needed to progress and tap into your soul. It knows, it knows. And that's essentially the spiritual journey that when you don't know, when you don't understand that there are layers to our life, to our life experiences, it can feel very painful, very traumatic, very difficult. And as you grow in awareness and you grow in insight and you begin to know yourself and know life more, you start to see your mistakes as a process. And that was a process that was needed so you could learn and you could grow and you could progress into the next stage of you, the new you that wanted to be born and reborn as we are endlessly growing as beings on our own individual life journeys. And then you get to that place where you can tap into what your essence, the essence of yourself is wanting to express and live, what your soul self wants to experience and live and know about life and its agenda and what it values can be very, very different from what society values. So society would see progression as moving from one level of income to another, from one size house to another, from being single to being in a relationship, to being married, to having children, to, you know, whatever. These these accolades that we hold as somehow the height of growth and development and therefore those in the Western world are seen as somehow more advanced than those in what they call the underdeveloped world, who are usually more spiritually connected, more connected to nature and to what's really important as a broad stroke idea. But in the West, we, we value accomplishments and money and accumulating wealth and, and fitting into the paradigm that's the latest fashion and the soul self has very little interest in those things. It, it wants to know why are you here? What have you learned? How have you grown? What do you know about yourself now that you didn't before? Have you learned to love yourself, accept yourself, forgive yourself, no matter what? Where are you wanting to grow? How can you expand in your consciousness and your awareness more than you have? Who can you forgive and how can you forgive them? What are you holding on to that you need to let go of? It asks those kinds of questions. And so when you learn you need it to progress, then you can tap into your soul. And that's what the, the song's message is. It's a beautiful, profound, loving message. And then the lyrics of the verse are really about an experience that I've not really had. I've had glimpses and touches and tastes 
but it's about feeling so connected, so connected to life, as I call it, or God, or the universe, or Allah, or Buddha, or Atman, or whatever your nature, whatever your thing is, something inside you cracked open, and you changed right before your eyes, and you were completely expanded, and had an expanded view of life, and you had an expanded feeling of connection, and you've been remade, something had changed fundamentally in you, and you could never be the same again, because of this this cracking open that happened inside of you. So that's the message in the track, the main message, what it feels like to have experienced that and feel like you've been reborn, like a brand new you. But this brand new you, its foundation rests on the you that you have been previously because that's the measure of how far you've come. It's not to be negated, it's to be included as the journey to a broader experience of life through growing into more and more of yourself. And that growing then connects you with greater wisdom or greater insight or greater feelings of loving connection to life itself. There's a beautifully profound message, very different construct. I constructed it very differently. I followed the inner directive. And that's another aspect of growth is following your inner directive. And when you don't, everything feels hard. (laughs) That's what I'm discovering with the music in particular, but life in general. When I don't follow my inner directive and trust what I know and trust what I feel and trust what I'm passionate about, then the whole process, whatever it is, feels hard. So that's what the, the track is about this week. And maybe you can think while you're listening to it because The intention for me is to bring the lessons that I've learned, the energy of those lessons about radical forgiveness and radical awareness and having a conscious intention for your life and being in a space of undefendedness or what others would call being in the moment, in the now. I try to put this energy into whatever I create that allows people to awaken to themselves a little bit more. And for me, there's this overarching energy that's about love and being profoundly loved, unchangingly loved, that surrenders you to that inner growth and that inner experience. And that is my passion to think about. And it was gifted to me, these these five elements of profound love and radical awareness and radical forgiveness and conscious intention and undefendedness as the bedrock of all true religious teachings and all true spiritual guidance. And these are at the root of all true religion and religious experience. They're not about controlling, dominating anyone, telling anybody that they must live this way, follow only this path, be only this. No. Awareness, forgiveness, intention, being in the moment, allowing yourself to be reborn anew, maybe every single day, and know that ultimately you are profoundly loved and something greater than you that has no name, that isn't a man in the sky, that isn't limited to one philosophy or religion or teaching, that encompasses everything and is in everything, has your back 
And it may not feel like it has your back, but even the growing is part of that. Even the chaos, within the most chaotic moments of our world that we're experiencing right now, we all know we have found some beauty in it. We all know we have found some space, some stillness. We have had to look deep at what truly matters to us, what seemed to matter, that in the midst of the chaos, didn't seem to matter as much because really what mattered was liberty and freedom and kindness and honesty and people in power that we could trust and visions that were clear and had all people in mind. These things matter, you know. So all these ideas came up this week and I experienced and watched my resistance to all of the things that weren't as I wished them to be. and. I feel like it's today, just really processing all of the inner work I've been doing, that today I felt a little bit more reborn. You know, I kind of understood that when you have a breakthrough, that it's not all clean cut and clear cut. You don't just suddenly, poof, you suddenly realize how amazing everything is. For me, it's, you can have a breakthrough, and then there's these energies that come up, all the old stories, old belief system, old ways of thinking, old trauma that sort of rise up to the surface after the main event, maybe the joyful event. These energies come and rise up in order to leave you, leave your body, leave your system. And that can feel like you haven't had a breakthrough, but you have. But these energies have to rise up and release. And you're not meant to resist it. And you're not meant to go, oh, nothing's really changed. And you're not meant to judge yourself, looking like you're falling back into a new way. No, when you're reborn, you're learning. You're like a child in your new state of, of, of being. And you have to learn again. So you, you will have moments where it feels like nothing's changed. Then you have a, this moment of insight where it's, okay, yeah, things have left. Energies have left, awareness has grown, and now I get to experience this breakthrough with true awareness, not where it's all rosy in the garden from the minute you had it till now. No, there's still energies that need to leave, ways of thinking that are releasing themselves, things that you're going through right now, that if you allow yourself to stop resisting them, be in the now, Offer up yourself to a forgiveness and awareness and intention and undefendedness that you'll have a much easier ride as you're reborn into the new version of yourself. So all of that to say that reborn has many layers, many levels. And when you're listening to it, maybe you can feel some of the energies I'm talking about. Maybe you can look at where you need to forgive yourself more. Or you need to love yourself more. Or you need to set an intention that's more honouring to you. Where you can look at an old situation in a new way and be in the moment now and not where you were when the event was happening. Because you're no longer there. That event has finished. But you're still perhaps clinging on to how you felt in that moment of trauma or disappointment or regret or anger or frustration. You're not there now. Can you see it with new eyes? And can you allow an overarching energy, whatever you call that, 
if you're an atheist, perhaps you just call it intelligence or logic or whatever, right thinking. Each person has that energy available to them that will never judge and will never disappear and will never walk away and it's available to all of us in whatever form we can receive it. So while you're listening to the track and you can hear the juxtaposition between the verse and the chorus and the different energies there and how they kind of work anyway, maybe it will awaken something in you. That's my loving intention. So I hope you enjoy the track. Please do also check out all the other tracks. There's previews of the other tracks. This is track 19. There are 18 other songs. And you can go to youdeserveolifeyoulove.com forward slash music and you can see a preview of all other tracks there. And you can also check out my book, First Awakenings. And there's a preview for that on the website at youdeserveolifeyoulove.com. So until next week, do enjoy the track and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.